0: Well, just about a year ago, we talked to Zach Tanner from the Newspaper Guild of Pittsburgh about the ongoing strike at the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Here we are a year later, and journalists and other unions from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette are still on strike. In the meantime, the striking journalists have started up a news publication of their own called the Pittsburgh Union Progress. You can find it online at unionprogress.com. The editor is one of the striking members of the Newspaper Guild in Pittsburgh. He's Bob Batts, longtime reporter for the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Good morning, Bob. Good
1: morning. Thanks. Thanks for having me.
0: Well, thank you for taking some time to talk with us. So y- you all are still out there walking the, the picket line with, a- I believe it's six unions all together.
1: Five of us all together. Uh, Five. Four of them just hit their uh, year anniversary a couple days ago on um, the 6th, uh, and we hit our year anniversary, the journalists, uh, in the newsroom on the 18th. We marked the occasion on Friday with a big rally out in front of the newsroom on the North Shore of the Post-Gazette. It was a very good rally. It was well attended by a lot of supporters, including a ton of elected officials, which we appreciated. Um, And so uh, but, yeah, the next morning uh, we were still on strike and we're still on strike now.
0: What anybody who has ever been in a union or or gone on strike will say is that nobody wins.
1: Well, yeah. And it's funny. I I went back and listened to uh, you had my 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 friend and my president of my union, Zach Tanner, on your show. You know, if we played that right now on background, nothing, nothing really has changed. I hate to say that. And that's just. This company uh does not want to solve this, is 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 where we're at. You know, they after our Friday rally, which the PG did not cover, even though it was on their literally on their front porch, they sent out to some other outlets this really bad statement that said, We're we're optimistic that this labor situation will be resolved soon. The the company has done nothing to that could even begin to back up. That first fragment of that of their official statement about this rally. So, um, we if, if you looked at our bargaining sessions over the past year, I've been at every one and and covering it for the Union Progress, our little strike not paper. Um, we haven't moved from October of 2022, and it's October 2023. Yeah, winning is not even a. I don't like I don't like that framing of it either because what we said from the start, our goal was. It wasn't just to kind of win a contract we're fighting for a whole bunch of other things that are a little bit more hard to uh, get your mind around.
0: Uh, Bob Batts is with us. He is the editor of the Union Progress. UnionProgress.com is the website. And for those of us uh, who are listening who live in the Mon Valley area, you've been covering some stuff out our way, including the uh, ribbon cutting at the Boys and Girls Clubhouse.
1: But we're, we're very small. But yeah, we try to do our best to cover uh, geographically and story-wise as, as big as we can. And High school football is an area that we staked out from the start because it's it's very important to our readers and our region and we happen to have on strike with us uh some of the best uh high school sports writers around uh who joined us and some of the best photographers around so yeah we that's a big part of our week is to figure out what games to go cover on a friday night and uh some of us who don't know which end of a football is up <laughs> have, have gone out and and served as uh sideline photographers for some of the games which is kind of funny and uh, and tried to do our part with that so um but yeah I, that's a that's a big part of what we do at the union progress is because people love it so much i
0: was just thinking of ralphie in a christmas story football what's a football uh so tell, for for people who maybe have not been following as closely there i've been astonished to run into some people in the Pittsburgh area who don't realize that the newspaper is on strike. What are some of the issue, issues from the union's point of view?
1: Well, yeah, that's very frustrating for us, obviously. So that's why we liked our, that was the the win of having a Friday rally, because it did help us publicize that. But, you know, our our uh, labor issues with our employer at the Post, because go back more than a year, uh, I would sum it up by saying that uh, our last contract expired in 2017. And we could, we we did not, we were not able to come up with a replacement contract. In 2020, the company said there was an impasse, which we said there isn't. You know, we we hadn't gotten a contract done, but an impasse is a technical labor term that means all kinds of things. Yeah. The company went ahead and imposed conditions, said this is how it's going to be. We're not gonna, we're not gonna work out a deal with you. We're just going to tell you that this is how it's going to be. And we still disagreed with that. Took them to. Uh, National Labor Relations Board a federal you know court case and uh, ended up going on strike over those issues after some of our sister unions went on strike were uh, supported in our uh, you know in our charges that they were breaking federal law by an administrative law judge in January that said yep they did not bargain in good faith there was no impasse uh, they should go back to the last terms of the 2017 contract until they do come up with a with a contract, and the company just appealed it. So you know, we we I said you before. We we feel like we're right. The federal government says that we're right. The NLRB has no enforcement powers of uh, what this yeah. law has said, and so we're uh, our best hope right now is just to get some relief through the uh, you know federal
0: courts. It feels a little bit from the outside. It feels a little bit like a strategy to run out the clock. If we can delay an appeal and delay an appeal and delay an appeal.
1: Yeah, right. Really, it really, there's no other way to look at it, especially if you're us and the clock, (laughs) you know, it's not the clock, it's the calendar, right? So uh, here we are a year later. uh, Bargaining is no closer than it ever has been for what we want. Our other unions walked out. A couple
0: weeks and before us, over us, the loss of their it, health. Tell folks who the other unions are. Yeah, well, sure. it's, it, the, it's it. the mailers and the deliverers and the printers.
1: Yep, yep. It, uh, it's the mailers who work on the, you know, put the paper together after it comes off the presses, the pressmen, uh, uh, the teamsters or the drivers, uh, and the advertising folks. Because this still is a legacy newspaper. We still come out, we did come out two days a week. Post Gazette does come out two days a week. So we have, we sort of have the paper production side, and then we have the, my union is the Newspaper Guild of Pittsburgh, and we're the uh, editors and writers and photographers and illustrators, that kind
0: of thing. Uh, Bob Batts is editor of the Pittsburgh Union Progress, which is the strike publication of the Newspaper Guild and the other unions who have been out now against the Post-Gazette for a year. Uh, you could find the publication at unionprogress.com. What's the website for the Newspaper Guild, if people want to? We,
1: we knew that we were going to withhold our labor from this particular employer for a while, but we didn't want to quit doing what it is that we do, stories that are important to us, stories that are important to our communities. And so that's all we did. Because we don't come out on paper, it was very—it was relatively easy to start up a publication. We, we, we went on strike at noon on the 18th, and we had our first story on the, the 20th when Joe Biden came to Pittsburgh for the Fern Hollow Bridge collapse. Oh, wow. Yeah, it all makes it sound like it was so long ago. It's kind of sad.
0: It is a little bit sad. Well, what's 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 long ago is 2017, to, to reiterate, is, is when the last contract expired. And still no contract. Here we are six years later.
1: Well, and I, if, if you will, I'll embarrass myself a little bit, but one of the this is a very complicated strike, and it even goes back before then. But one of the things I can say factually, and so can the other workers that are on strike, I've got a 16-year-old son right now. My last contractual raise, any of the workers' last contractual across the board raise at the Post-Gazette is 17 years old. And that's kind of hard to believe as well. Um, and, and that's, again, that's part of what some of the stuff that we're fighting for. And that site is, uh, is easy PGH dot com okay. is the website for my particular union's Zach's union, and it does lay out some of our issues and demands, and and you know what we're what we want to get out of this. And and as we said at, at our year anniversary, I know Zach said this to you as well. We just want them to follow federal law, and follow our contract. And it, it's not really it's a complicated strike, but what we want is pretty simple. Just follow the law. And, um, you know, let's bargain and shake hands on something like we've done. The Newspaper Guild has been around for 90 years. The paper has been around for 238. We never had anything like this before. We, you know, we we worked together quite well. We we did great journalism for the region. We won some Pulitzer Prizes or finalists for some the last couple of years. So this it doesn't have to be this way. Uh, And it hasn't been this way before. It's it's just that way now.
0: Let's pause right there. Our guest this morning is Bob Batts. He is editor of the Pittsburgh Union Progress, unionprogress.com. It is the strike publication of the Pittsburgh Newspaper Guild, com. Unions have now been on strike against the Post-Gazette for a year. And When we come back, I want to talk a little bit more about the strike publication and, and also about the toll that this has taken on not just members of the union, but but friendships, working relationships, everything, I think has been strained to some extent. Okay? Sure. This is Two Rivers Thirty Minutes. We'll be right back. Support for this broadcast comes from Striflers family funeral homes. Since eighteen sixty six, Striflers has provided compassionate professional memorial services for families in White Oak, McKeesport, Dravosburg, Portview, and the surrounding areas. Strifler's offers comprehensive pre-planning services and aftercare. And through its affiliated company design monuments, Striflers also provides permanent markers and memorials crafted in stone, bronze, and other high quality materials. Learn Learn more at strifflers.com or call 412-678-6191. Let me ask you, because uh, I I know some people have crossed the picket line. There have been new journalists who have been hired by the Post-Gazette, and there have been others who have, even though they were members of the union, have, have crossed the picket line. What has the effect on both professional and personal relationships been for you and some of your co-workers at the Post Gazette?
1: Well, I mean, that's, that's another factor in why this strike has gone on so long is that, uh, you know, roughly half of the journalists went on strike and roughly half stayed inside. And the company has, uh, continued to hire additional people, even though we're on strike. And, uh, and we've had, you know, we've had a one or two people cross from being on strike to go back to work. That hasn't been a real big phenomenon. But as this goes on, we also have people who are firmly on strike, but they can't be on strike for a year. They have to go get other right. jobs. So I've lost some very good colleagues and friends and fellow strikers to other jobs
0: who are out of the business at this point now.
1: Well, or or just went on to other newspapers. We had we had a, uh, a young colleague that's now working at the St. Louis Post Dispatch. Another important uh, journalist in Pittsburgh that unfortunately is at the Syracuse.com, you know, Syracuse post, what is it? Dispatch.
0: I believe it's the post-dispatch. Yeah.
1: So that, there's a toll there just among the strikers, but yeah, we are, you know, there's two sides to the picket line and, and uh, it's, it's, if you're on the, on the strike side, the people that aren't on the strike side are undermining you. Um, you know, they're going to work every day. They're getting paychecks. They're maybe getting a, uh, promotions or raises and we're out here getting no paycheck and we we uh factually and sincerely are also trying to help them a lot of the benefits and the pay that they're getting right now or will get if when this strike is resolved is something that we're sacrificing a great bit for so uh there's a lot of uh there's a lot of anger both ways uh on, on the picket line. People are, we can't help but think that they're undermining our efforts. And, and again, we at least can say that federal law seems to be on our side, because the federal, or, you know, the federal agency is telling us that. Um, I'm sure that there are people on the other side that wish we weren't on strike at all, and that we would just, you know, Never would have gone on strike because they voted not to. So, there, but there is a, that's a real difficult thing. And and if we t- if we can look ahead to a time when the strike is settled, then we we will all be working together again in the same newsroom. And and that will be a that will be quite a phenomenon to pull that off too, because. Uh, because there is such rancor, you know, on both sides and, and, and we're pretty far apart on things. But, uh, and now we only see each other at the occasional, you know, we might be at the same story or at the same yeah. football game and we just uh, we do our, we do what we do and they do what they do. Yeah. So. I,
0: I, I'm reminded of uh, there was a long newspaper strike in Detroit against the Detroit free press and the Detroit uh, news. And, and I, I think going back once that strike was settled, I think that was a very difficult time for a lot of people. You know, the 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 mix up, of, the mix of the people looked very different because, as you said, so many people had left and moved on. Other pe- new people were hired, and I, and I think it took a while for those newsrooms to the gel again. Is, is what I was told.
1: Yep. No, I'm sure that you know that's what the, that's always the case with these kind of things, and 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 this being such a long strike probably only makes that eventual process. Well, you know, more difficult. By then. But yeah, we're, we're not close enough to really talk about that too much yet. And it would be a good issue to have. I
0: think. Boy, wouldn't that be a nice problem for everyone to have?
1: Yeah, I mean, and I, I, I'll just speak for the people that are on strike. I think the one thing that everyone should remember is we're not on strike because we hate the Post-Gazette or that we wish the Post-Gazette yeah. ill or that we want the Post-Gazette to go out of business or anything. We we care about the Post-Gazette. No one cares about the Post-Gazette more than we do. And that's why we're on strike is we 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 really do want it to be the best newspaper it can be. That would include having some of us working for it. Um, We want the wages and benefits to be uh, livable and to uh, to keep the high caliber of journalists that this this region is used to and doing the high caliber work. So we you know, whatever you think about strikers or us as strikers, I think it'd be it's fair to remember that where we're coming from on this, and it's it's not to hurt the Post Gazette, it's to sustain the Post Gazette and to keep it. I know I know Zach talked to you about that quite yeah. a bit too. We we know we care about this place. If yeah. I think if we didn't care about it, You've,
0: we'd have all left already.
1: Yeah, it's you know uh, it, I, sometimes I wonder why I've been on strike for a year and I have to be reminded of that. But at our at our rally, one of our readers, one of the longtime readers, uh, whose family actually. Immigrated here. He was telling me sort of the whole backstory, but they they learned about the United States in English from the Pittsburgh Post Gazette. Again, this paper's been around for 240 years, um, and one of the prizes we're trying to keep our eyes on, uh, even with all the like the little things and the difficulties and the arguments, is that this is an institution worth you know saving and and keeping around and and continuing to do that kind of good work going forward and i hope we're i hope that we can help pull that off
0: you raised an issue that i think you know we, we, we talked about people crossing the picket line and i know sometimes there are financial considerations how are people getting by you mentioned some of your your co-workers who are on strike have have taken other jobs probably taken side jobs how are people making ends meet after a year
1: yeah i'm not sure we, we've been real clear on this but you know um in any most strike situations our unions and there's five unions on strike uh there are strike benefits uh sort of our our money coming back to us that we paid in for dues uh that's not a paycheck and it's not very much money but it's a it's a couple hundred dollars a week we we, our union gets four hundred dollars a week uh to be on strike pre-tax uh we were chagrined to realize but um what we are taking the unions sort of take care of their own in all sorts of other ways and 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 our supporters take care of us as well but we have had from the beginning something called the striker relief fund and donations from other unions and companies and individuals and little old ladies in McKeesport go into that fund yeah uh, our friends our, our fellow union members in Philadelphia administered it for us and if you needed, if your car got a flat tire or a broken windshield or your furnace broke, you could apply to to see yourself through by applying for those funds. And uh, we also have taken the unions have also taken care of people's health care. Okay. Uh, so so no one has you know no one has gone bankrupt or or not been able to get health care. But it's, it's-
0: but four hundred dollars a week pre tax. Man, I was making that in nineteen ninety seven you know, uh, for, for, it's not,
1: it's, it's not, not much. Sustainable. No, it, I mean, I, I'm very happy to have it. And, uh, but it, yeah, that's not a paycheck and that's not what that's, that's just sort of the, just to help you survive. And there are people that are doing side hustles or two side hustles and all that kind of stuff too. And then there's, there are, there's a point where you people just have to get another job, you know, for whatever reason that yeah, I'm lucky I have a spouse with a real job who supports me and lets me <laughs> do this. Uh, or at least until today she did. Uh, other people are in that same boat, but yeah, the otherwise sort of the union helps take care of people to get them by. And
0: I did, I did tell my wife when we were first dating. I, you, you know, you realize I'm a journalist, and she said, "Yeah." And I said, "Well, you know, that also means I'm money repellent. <laughs> so it, I just, I'm allergic. Even to
1: if, it. even if you do, yeah, even if you do have a, if you're not on strike, it's right. You know, I'm, I'm no money attractor anyway. But
0: let's, so let's pause there, and when we come back, let's talk about the union progress. Sure. Bob Batts is our guest. You can find out more information about the Pittsburgh Union Progress and coverage of the ongoing strike against the Post-Gazette at unionprogress.com. But it's not just strike coverage. It's coverage of all sorts of things all over the Pittsburgh area, just like a good news source should do. Uh, You can also find out more information about the Newspaper Guild itself. It's one of the five unions that's currently on strike against the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette at pghguild.com. From the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport, this is Two Rivers, 30 Minutes, and we'll be back in 30 seconds. Support for this broadcast comes from the City of McKeesport Fair Housing Office. Fair housing is your right, and the Fair Housing Act prohibits discrimination in housing because of race, color, national origin, religion, sex, gender identity, sexual orientation, family status, or disability. That includes renting or buying a home, getting a mortgage, seeking housing assistance, or engaging in other housing related activities. For more information about Fair Housing Act protections in the City of McKeesport, Call 412-675-5020, extension 635. Uh, Let me throw a curveball at you because I I heard when when your colleague Rob Rogers, who was a longtime editorial cartoonist for the Pittsburgh Press and then the Post-Gazette was let go, I I heard an interview with him and and one of the callers into the talk show that he was on said, well, you know, it's ever since this new ownership, these new owners took control of the Post-Gazette. The Post-Gazette does not have new owners, does it? It's the same family that's owned it for almost a hundred years now. Yep, because we have seen a, a lot of newspapers get gobbled up by venture capital and, and and hedge funds. And people often say, "Well, family ownership is best. You know, local ownership is best." You, you have a local owner, you have a family owner, and that's we're in this situation where you haven't had a contract since 2017.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it, there's it's funny. There's not a lot of family owners left. I don't know that I don't know that you can. I like having a family owner of just about anything, whether it's a restaurant or my mechanic shop. Um, But that doesn't mean that I still need my family owner to follow federal law and to treat me fair and to give me a living wage. So uh, but, yeah, that's a distinction that we have in Pittsburgh, that we have this big news outlet that's owned by the family. And I hope that continues. But I would you know, that wouldn't change the kind of stuff that we're fighting for.
0: Now. Tell, tell me about the Pittsburgh Union Progress. Um, there have been cases, I think the most notable was in Wilkes-Barre, uh, just on the other end of Pennsylvania, where um, the newspaper went on strike and the strike news publication outlasted the newspaper that they were on strike against. Um, how is the Union Progress going? How is it funded? And, and what's the future here?
1: Well, it, the Union Progress is a funny animal because, again, we went on strike. We were, we were not going to work for the Post-Gazette until we settled this but we wanted to do this journalism and reporting and editing and photography that we normally did for ourselves and for the, uh, you know, for the community. It's funded by people's passion and their, 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 you know, altruism and the fact that, I mean, I'm a, I feel terrible at at how hard I work some of these people and I don't pay them. And, uh, and they inspire me by the fact that they'll go cover a story in East Palestine, Ohio on their own money, their own time. And then they'll write it and they'll turn it in at two in the morning and it'll run. So it's funded that way. And that's all it is. It's, it's journalists doing what they do. Um, sometimes it's a little eclectic. We might have more federal court stories because we have the federal courts reporter on strike with us. We have a hell of a transportation story report because we have the veteran transportation writer from the PG working for us. But we uh, we just are doing what we do um, it, because it's what we do. I, I can't imagine not. I wouldn't want to be just a striker with a picket sign around my neck. I i i've kept i've kept my editing game pretty sharp because I've been doing it as much as I used to do when I was at work.
0: Let me let me ask you though: Is this something that? Newspaper owners, and not just newspaper owners, website owners, radio station owners, digital media owners, take advantage of because they know that the people that they attract as photographers and writers and, and editors are passionate about what they do. I mean, is that, is that an area where sometimes people are taken advantage of? I, I
1: think that's I think that's very true. I, I, I think it's kind of – it's something I'm very proud of with myself and with some of my best friends and colleagues about how much they care about this. And, and you know people at all ends of this business too, but it's it's so much fun and it's so important. You know, we all got a boost around 2020, 2021 that some people reminded us re- remembered how important journalism is to democracy. Um, there's all kinds of reasons that it's fun and important and in stimulating work, but you still got to get paid for it. I yeah. mean, that's yeah, the only the thing dynamic. we're missing. Yeah, we're, pop pop has some of the best journalists in the whole country working for it. It does some of the best journalism in the whole country, but we're not getting paid for. And that's that's often the missing piece, Um, you know, whether it's a legacy newspaper or or a big website or the hedge funds. You know, everybody wants to make money and the the workers want to get paid. So um, but yeah, I don't know. Consumer Reports started out as a strike publication. I didn't know that until relatively recently. So there are there are some places where strike publications continue on whether that could happen in Pittsburgh I just I just don't know I mean we we're, we really like what it is now and we're very fond of it its nickname is the pup mm-hmm. uh, and that's how we refer to it and you know we're very fond of and proud of this little publication and but all we know right now is we're going to keep doing it you know, until we for as long as we can. And as part of getting back to work at the Post-Gazette.
0: How can the community help? I mean, is there any kind of leverage that the community can can exert on the, the bring the, to bring the owners of the newspaper back to the bargaining table? Is there a, any kind of help that they can provide to the union? How can people help?
1: Well, I mean, knowing that we're on strike as, as kind of airy fairy as that sounds is something that I certainly appreciate. And I think anyone on strike does. Our our strike effort has, from the beginning, uh, talked about getting donations to the striker uh, fund, uh, which is something that you can find on the top of the unionprogress.com. We also uh, sell ads. We take donations for ads on our site, and we're happy to have the ads as much as we are the donations. So there's there's those things. We've asked people to temporarily not subscribe to the Post-Gazette until the strike is settled. We've asked people to not advertise with the Post-Gazette until the strike is settled. We've asked people to not talk to the Post-Gazette until uh, the strike is settled. That was all things that came from our, our union side, our strike side. And those are ways that um, some supporters are showing, you know, are helping us out a little bit. But um, we're, we're trying everything we can to put some pressure on the company to do what's What's right and what's legal, you know, and 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 again, that's all we want. We just we just want them to follow the law and to follow a contract like we have for all these many years. And um, if if they could just do that, this strike could be over in a matter of days.
0: Uh, any bargaining sessions scheduled?
1: Not right now. Um, but, uh, bargaining has gone nowhere, and uh, you have to keep doing it. Both sides do. That's 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 how you hammer out a deal. It's been frustrating when. Um, When nothing changes from one to the other, right now we had our last bargaining session last month, and um, there's none scheduled. But we'll we'll, we will be back to the bargaining table, uh, one union or all four, you know, four or five, uh, sometime in October. Um, But and and as much as I want that to happen, I also, as someone who's been to all of them since the started, I don't have any indication that anything would come out of those, except that two parties got together and uh, the company wants to keep things just like they imposed them in 2020. That's very frustrating.
0: Best case scenario a year from now, we're not talking about this strike anymore. You're back doing what you want to do and you're doing it at the Post-Gazette. What what needs to happen? What needs to, what needs to, what dam needs to break here?
1: Uh, I I think that the, the federal government has to convince the Post-Gazette to follow the law and, uh, and and really bargain. You know, it, it, we have we have we have shaken hands on deals before that uh, allowed really great journalism to happen in Pittsburgh. The two, the unions working with the company, that's we have a very strong uh, tradition of that in Pittsburgh. Uh, recently, as times got hard in the newspaper industry, the unions uh, gave back millions of dollars. That's something that people can look up. That's just facts. Um, we, we knew sometimes, you know, we want to get paid, but we know the company has to be in business for us sure. to, right. to do that. So, but we have a history of giving as well as asking, but at the end of the day, we were always able to shake our hands on a deal and say that for these two years, you guys will do this and we'll do that. And then we went out and covered the region and we won Pulitzer prizes and we covered Friday night football. So in a way is even though nothing has happened, it wouldn't be that hard to settle you know, I think it can happen, but, um, we probably need a little bit of federal muscle to, uh, to get these guys to move, because nothing else has worked.
0: Bob Batts has been our guest. He is the editor of the Pittsburgh Union Progress. It is the strike publication being put out by the five unions who are currently on strike against the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. The strike has now lasted a year. We're at the one-year uh, anniversary, uh, not an anniversary that I think anybody on any side really wanted to celebrate. You can find out more information at unionprogress.com. Thank you for taking some time to talk with us. This yeah,
1: morning. again, I enjoyed talking with you. Thank you.
0: And thank you all for listening this week to Two Rivers Thirty